The economy has taken a hit, not just nationally, but globally, and figures to take some time to recover. With unemployment erect and rising, and underemployment on the rise as well, slipping into debt is a real risk many of us face, even now, or in our near futures. Money lenders are punishing those with bad credit scores, and the whole game of credit scoring just got tighter. It's going to be a fight for some of us to pay our basic bills, but a new company looks to find innovative ways to make solvency an eternal right. Sounds ambitious. Well, ambitious is our middle name. Our first name, Flog. Flog stands for fulfilling lives of agreed, or it stands for fucking loose original gangster, or it's a word that isn't actually an acronym, and I've just sounded like a foolish loser opining grandiosely. Which also spells flog. To flog is to sell, and to sell is to solve problems. We don't want lower caseism, we want capitalism. So get ready to flog or be flogged, because confidence is an art. Hello, and welcome to Flog, where we look at organizations and creators doing interesting and unconventional things in the world. I'm Seetal Singh Gill, and I am your host and top flog. Now, financial struggles aren't just for the lower socioeconomic these days. Yes, single mothers working three jobs will struggle with the economy heading downwards, but this downturn could get so bad that socialites in upper class suburbs in Sydney may have to stop being vegans because the only thing they can afford to eat is the Louboutins and shoe leather isn't strictly from the cabbage family. In the words of pretty much every Eastern European woman looking for an Australian husband, it pays to be solvent, i.e. to be able to pay your bills. Tyler Bunting is a young entrepreneur who has named his company Eternally Solvent. He's been through a merger, an acquisition, or as they say, an M&A. Not to be confused with MDMA, which is one way to escape solvency, uh, but not debt. He promises to put every one of his clients in a financial position to not eat their footwear and instead be able to pay their bills without having to resort to sexual acts, second mortgages or begging. We love a confident entrepreneur tackling an age-old problem in a brand new way. Welcome, Tyler. Thanks for having me, Seetal. I have to ask, you know women who eat loo buttons? I do, Tyler. That is an example plucked from a real-life situation just last week to an otherwise lovely girl in Bondi who had not previously had shoe breath. I thought they were pronounced loo buttons. Now, that's a sad situation. On the bright side, at least she didn't have to eat her jammy chews. Oh, you can't eat Jimmy Chews. Everyone knows that. Uh, what do you mean by that? Because you can't ingest them. The clue is in the name. Chew. Many models have tried and they end up choking on them. I was so poor once I ate socks and uh, crocs. What, really? Not crocodiles, the, the shoes. Yeah, I mean, fancy French cheese smells like socks, doesn't it? So I just imagined I was having a delicacy. I think when we out of necessity have to change the way we think about a situation, we can achieve incredible things. I admire the resourcefulness and your willingness to show vulnerability, but I'm trying to feature the impressiveness of your company and leading with a story of you eating socks, probably not great. Save it for later in the interview. Gotcha, thanks. Your company helps ordinary Australians and New Zealanders dig themselves out of the deep hole of personal debt and get back to being able to make sure everyone gets paid. That's right, Cecil. Making sure you satisfy your debtors and have responsible spending is a critical skill to sustainable living. We make sure our clients stay solvent. 
Now, many companies set out to deliver on this promise. I think of bill fairies, which invites friends to gift the opportunity to have bills paid. Afterpay famously provides finance to enable purchase on a number of retail items unsecured. What would you say is your point of difference? Well, other companies are concerned with not just reducing debt, but teaching you how to save and invest. And that puts a lot of pressure on the average Kiwi or Aussie, and it's a little too ambitious for us. We focus purely on making sure you just stay afloat and pay your bills, because, because encouraging you to actually save money is like asking a duck to lead a karaoke night. Right. Can they not do that? Uh, well, no, Cecil. I mean, they're ducks. They could probably do backing vocals, or backing quacking, they might call it, but... Oh, it's very complex to lead a karaoke night. I'd struggle. Yes, but I've seen a duck give a walking tour of Vienna in Austria, so they are capable of amazing feet. Okay, um, look, I, I didn't know that. Um, I would say karaoke machines are really quite hard to use, and ducks don't have thumbs. I know they've got the webbing, and, and we've got webbing, but they don't have the finger or the thumb, so that's, that's a disadvantage. Okay, maybe say like a crocodile leading a karaoke night then? Or a sheep? They're notoriously stupid and can't sing. Okay, the point is, it's all well and good to tell the average Aussie or Kiwi, increase your savings, save more money. Let's be realistic. Uh, clients don't ever want to be a fat cat like Warren Buffet. Um, his name is Warren Buffett, but I like what you did there. Irreverent. Um, it'd just be nice to take a girl to dinner and not have to skip out on the meal, buffet or no buffet. So it is, it, is it easier to walk out on a date from a buffet situation or a non-buffet situation? Yeah, it's, uh, if there is a buffet, you would think that it would be easier to skip out on that because it's a bit more free range, but actually there's less exit points from buffet restaurants in my um, understanding. I was, was gonna say experience, but I, I don't have any experience with that. But um, yeah, I talk to people. In a nutshell, Seetle, romance without finance is a nuisance. That's a, it's a universal slogan. True, but I tell you what I'm seeing in the USA. You can skip out on a meal and offer the restaurant stock options. Very popular in Silicon Valley. You'd be surprised how many go for that. Our clients are too fragile for stock options. We make sure they have options, but um, not stock options. I don't really see your point of difference yet, but fast money do. And what they say matters, listing you as one of its top 10 companies to watch this year. You have had some challenges staking your claim in the marketplace in a crowded financial advice and services sector, so you've advertised that you've horizontally integrated. Now, for our listeners, what does that mean and why did you choose that option? Okay, so I'm going to teach you something here. There are two types of horizontal integration we considered. Number one, buying a company offering similar services to us. That was number one. Or number two, horizontal integration, the missionary position. <laughs> we extensively researched both and realized everyone else in our space is already doing option two. <laughs> I'd have thunk it. I appreciate that was a joke, but the biggest complaint in the financial services industry from customers is that they felt providers were absolutely, and I quote from the 2019 national survey, giving it to us up the arse with zero lube. Um, it is possible for our competitors to only violate their customers in the missionary position, I'm sorry to say. No. Wait, are you sure? Yes, I mean, I, I thought you'd know that. I'll take that under advice for now. Anyway, as a result, we targeted a business with the same name as us and acquired them to puppet our model. 
Yes, you bought solvent.org. Not just the website, but the whole company. Correct. They sold industrial solvents, mixing solutions. Right. Mixing solutions? Yes, mixing solutions. Right. Mixing solutions. Yeah, sort of the, uh, the chemical equivalent of tonic water or lemonade for, um, what, what, do they, what do they call those, uh, those industrial, what's the brand, Molotov? Is it Molot, Molot, Monitor? Molot, no, that's something different. Uh, just industrial cocktails. Well, their biggest seller was sulfuric acid. I also sold hydroxide mixture and other industrial solvents. So we saw a chance to represent all aspects of solvency and really own that market in a way that gave us an absolute competitive advantage. Explain how that works. Well, one of the key points of anxiety for our clients are visits from debtors. Debtors, or debtors, if you were to see it on a page, um, silent bees, never trust a word with a silent bee in it. Um, imagine, you know, if you had bastard and that had a silent bee. And it, like, no wonder he hasn't got a father. But um, getting back to the point, Debtors can be quite intimidating individuals, very angry and totally focused on getting their money back and not exhibiting emotional intelligence about our clients' feelings and welfare. And by integrating with Solvent.org, we were able to provide a debtor solution. What sort of debtor solution? Payment plans? Negotiated forgiveness of debt with tax benefits? No, no, a, a lateral debtor solution. CC to a solution in scientific terms is a solute dissolved in a solvent. What we found is we were able to take the most aggressive debtors, invite them to a payment meeting in a warehouse, bit of a um, bit of a, a tour of uh, our facilities, and provide a trapdoor payment plan. That's what we called it. Ooh, this sounds interesting. Does this have anything to do with family or discretionary trusts? Um, we try, we're very strict on not getting family involved, just the debtor. And look, trust and discretion, let me tell you, are critical to this solution, I guess. Right. So spell out a trapdoor payment plan for me. I've not heard of that. What is that? Okay, well, that's where the debtors stand on a trapdoor over a vat of solvent and are offered the choice to waive the loan and depending on the answer is whether the trapdoor is activated or is reserved. Now for that we use um, a financial instrument um, and it's called a lever. Uh, so we hear a lot about leverage but this is um, an actual lever and so we learn a lot by using actual levers about leverage. So that's one of the real advantages of horizontal uh, integration. Right. Right, so that this financial instrument is either enacted then or deferred. Is, is that what reserved means? Reserved means we, we don't use it for, for that debtor. Right, and if you do use it, how does it help? It removes the debtor, which removes the debt. Um, I know that seems really obvious, but a lot of people miss this fact because finances can be really confusing. See, debt consolidation is how many companies solve the problem. They just move all the debt into one big lump. Um, but where I'm from, which is Wellington, lumps are generally cysts or benign cancers, and they're a problem. So debtor dissolution is the future of solvency. I mean, do you remove a debtor with this financial instrument? Do they become what, an, an investor? Well, we, we, we classify them. Reclassify them from what to what? From an active investor to more of um, a corporate estate. And 
an estate. Yeah, there, there are so many debt and tax benefits to estates, let me tell you. Tyler, don't take this the wrong way. Or possibly do. I have to ask it. Is your business legal? And I'll, I'll ask you a question, Cecil. Was Uber legal when it first started in, in New Zealand and Australia? Entrepreneurs often play in the grey area of legality, and, and that's it's the grey area to solve problems for the delight of customers. That's our job. It's private industry's prerogative and key point of difference. I agree with all that, but it sounds like you're murdering people by dissolving their bodies in acid. No, no, look, I'm, I'm sorry if it came off like that, like murder. Um, I can murder the English language at times. English was, was not the, uh, not my best subject at, at high school, but I'm the CEO, I can do basic alphabet. Um, I'm not public relations, that's PR, later in the alphabet. I'm not a wordsmith. We've got Michelle in, in PR, she's much better. We're still working on the right phrasing, but we're already getting a number of corporate clients inquiring about the service, so the future's really bright. What? Why are you talking about corporate clients? I thought your mission was to serve the ordinary struggling Aussie or Kiwi. That is our commitment. Many struggling Aussies and Kiwis can become their own companies. I know sometimes people think you've got to be really overweight or have really big arms to be classified a company, but actually you can get a pretty normal looking bloke or, or, or lady and they can make themselves a company if they want to. So many community groups corporatize, that happens too. We find community groups like um, KRIPS and um, the BLOODS um, and other cultural organizations have a number of members who would benefit from debt at dissolution. Tyler, you sound like a criminal. <laughs> well, you know, we, um, we give a lot back to our, to our clients, so if that's criminal, then, you know, put me in, uh, put me in a white collar jail because uh, I'd be a white collar criminal. I'm, I'm part of the solution. Yes, I know. You you are solvent. Yeah, that's 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 more like it. You should join our marketing department. Um, uh, we've got Zoe there. She's right at the back end of the alphabet. Tyler, I'm going to end this interview here and consult my legal team. Yes, but Cecil, before you get carried away notifying authorities and all that, can I share some great news with you? What could I possibly hear from you at this point of a disturbing interview that is great news? Have a read of what's on this piece of paper. If it's a photo, I do not want to know. It's bad enough that I thought we had a merger and acquisition here, and it's in fact murder and acidquisition. Just just have a read of it. Just just read it. You can read, can't you? No, I mean, it's a podcast, so, you know, it's all talking. It was a fair question. All right. Subsequent to my interview with Tyler Bunting, Eternally Solvent was raided by the Australian Federal Police, and a full investigation was done on their debtor dissolution program. I'm not able to comment on the ongoing investigation, however, I will say that I chose to air the program because not every company that features on Flog will be a raving success. Some will be failures, some morality tales. I can say that my thoughts and prayers go out to Jeremy Spinks, the man who loaned the money for me to set up Flog and who was involved in Solvent.org. You're a good man, Jeremy. I don't know where you've gone. I hope you return to your wife, Emily and your daughters Kirsty and Christy soon. And it was very, very kind of you to forgive the loan on Flog. Very kind of you, considering you're completely missing. You have eternally solved a lot of problems for me. Anyway, join us next week for the very next episode of Flog.